Hey, ma'am, fam. What you're about to hear is a preview of our rants and raves on Better Call Saul. We put it on our VIP feed, madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. You basically get double the Mad About Movies in your life when you become a VIP. Just about a dollar a week to sign up. You get AMAs, Discord access, a lot of special gifts around this time of year. So sign up, madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. You get this episode and hundreds more. Here's a little preview. Harken you guys back to the year of our Lord, 2015, and ask you, we're coming off of Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, I think, ended 2013. I think it was the first year of the pod. Maybe it was 2014. Um, I should have been prepared. <laughs> Regardless, Breaking Bad ends, it ends as, I think, widely regarded as a Mount Rushmore kind of show. Uh, maybe the best television show of all time for a lot of people. And then we get the announcement that we're, we're going to go back to this world and we're going to do Better Call Saul with, uh, with Saul Goodman. What, what was y'all, do you remember, I'll start with you, Richard. Do you remember your initial sort of impressions of that or, or the, 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 the attitude you had towards, um, Vince Gilligan going back to the well with this character and whatnot? Yeah. And this is, could be totally wrong, and it was probably bad intel, intel, and who knows. But I remember thinking, well, there's no way he'll really do it very mm-hmm. hands-on. And I, I know Peter Gould, right? Is that the other person, the co-creator? Uh, yeah. Um, Peter? Yeah, no, sorry. correct. Yep. Um, yeah, so I was like, oh, I, I definitely thought it would be a kind of overseen ro- role, maybe directing an episode a year coming, you know, but mm-hmm. not really. I So... When I heard about it, I was like, that'll be fine, but that probably will fizzle just because it's not going to have the true creative brain trust behind it, even if this guy has a good feel on Saul. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs Vince Gilligan. And then, yeah, once you get into season two and three, you go, oh, no, this is a full-time gig for Gilligan. He's like a co-creator on this. Mm-hmm. He's he's deferring more than you know, Breaking Bad, but this is this is his main gig. You, you then start to expect, okay, I trust this a lot more that this is sure. going to – Payoff. So yeah, but I I don't know. I, that might have been very clear from the beginning, but I remember thinking it would be a, a part time gig for him. So I wasn't. I was kind of dismissive. Okay. What about you, Kent? You remember where you where you stood on Better Call Saul when it was announced? I, I'm sure we can listen to our <laughs> episode <laughs> and find out how I felt. I remember feeling like, well, there's no way they could ever top Better Breaking Bad. So why try? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, the odds of ever doing anything, I mean, it, it, we would have felt the same, you know, talking about any show we do rants and raves on, you know, The Office or, or I don't, I don't know, but it's just mm-hmm. the odds of ever creating another zeitgeist show immediately. Sure. It would, is super rare. So why, why well, try? Especially within the same universe too. Like it's. Right. Um, it only been really been done with like Frasier maybe. Like that's the only one I could think of. I j- just before we recorded, I was just like, "All right, what? Let me make sure I'm not forgetting any great spinoff." And it really is. I mean, I don't count The Simpsons. I don't think that's a real. I don't think that's in the spirit of what a spinoff is. No. Um, and it's. I mean, Frasier obviously is incredibly successful, and for some people, is maybe even better than Cheers. Um, but really, there's not a great track record of spinoffs working, and and let alone being as good, if not better, than than the original property that they're that they're coming off of. I I remember feeling like 
I think Vince Gilligan is great, and he's also, by all accounts, is just is a great dude. That's one of the major differences between him and like uh, Matthew Weiner um, with with Mad Men, um, is that people want to work with Vince Gilligan, and that's that's clearly not the case with uh, with Weiner. But like, I remember feeling like I definitely think that he's capable of creating another great show. But man, I don't know that I really want him to spend all of his time for the rest of of time. In, in this universe, like, I maybe go do something, do something different. Um, and within three episodes, I think I was like, no, I'm totally in. This is, this is like a really, A, Bob Odenkirk is awesome. And, uh, we've, I think we've all three always been big fans. Um, but the, let's start here. We're, obvi- we're not going to go through season by season, certainly not episode by episode or anything like that, but, just kind of a, a general vibe, and then we'll we'll touch on this last season quite a bit. Um, I I've I felt like it, the the decision to go back in time, take Jimmy back and Saul back to his to his Jimmy McGill days, um, and then build it out from there with a really great cast of characters. It it immediately in the Richard I'll throw to you here. It 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 that that like really about the first three episodes really made me feel like oh okay like I misunderstood what this was going to be. Um, and you clearly have a much better grasp on how to make a great television show than I do. Cause this is, this is really very smart. And to take Jimmy from this place to where we know he's going to end up. Um, I don't know that I would have guessed you could get 60 plus episodes out of it, but goodness, it was very clear early on that it, it had some legs and that there was some really good stuff that could happen here. Um, but I don't know if you want to, if you can remember back to those times, RB, or if you did a yeah. revenge or anything like well, that. But especially too, the way it kind of unveils how it's going to play with time, yeah, in relationship to Breaking Bad is slow, and so mm-hmm. not slow, but deliberate. And and so you have you're kind of, as you're kind of understanding where this lives as you watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just a straight prequel or sequel or anything. It's this kind of like overlayer. That's what makes it different than, Fra- you know, Frazier can go start his new life in Seattle. I mean, obviously, it's a straight up comedy different, but, you know, mm-hmm. and you can, you know, it's one of the great things about that Jim Burroughs book that I weekly recommended a few weeks ago is he talks about the genius of Frazier is that they didn't try to make Frazier from Cheers into a sitcom. They went ahead and just made Frazier Sam Malone, mm-hmm. basically. You know, sure. he's like an effete Sam Malone. And then you let Niles be the Frazier because you have mm-hmm. to have this grounding center character in any show like that and so if you just make him Frasier from cheers the show it's joey right, right but totally. if you if you kind of yeah. it's okay to change the character a little bit mm-hmm. it's it's fine mm-hmm. and um with this they do that but they do that within time they do that all around the world of breaking bad and, and really experiment as where this lives in relationship to that and it's really interesting mm-hmm. yeah that's it's a great point great point 